I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. How are you doing? With your hosts, Ryan Ankner and myself, Scott Sweeney. Hello. What's happening, Hoops? I mean, it's a big night. We're off to see Cruella in a bit. I know you're really fired up about it. Yep. We rounded up a group of kids to bring (laughs) to the movie with us. And I was thinking we could probably sneak in a bottle of rum and get them all liquored up. Sounds fun. See what happens on the way home. Yeah, we're going to get into Dalmatian cosplay. Make a whole night of it. Yeah. I love love the idea of us going to see Cruella in the theater. Like just the two of us, the complete (laughs) empty theater, like what would happen with Saw the other day. Two, please. Two for Disney's Cruella, starring Emma Stone. We just want to see how she got so cruel. I mean, I'm sure it's a hell of a yarn they cooked up. I, I've i had it with the Disney Lucasfilm whatever origin story. Mm. Doesn't, nah. Like, I don't care. I don't need to know where Cruella came from. It's an excuse for a movie. Sure. In every way. And I bet it doesn't do that badly because there's nothing else. It's going up against A Quiet Place 2 and the critics are already up that thing's ass. So now there's going to be A Quiet Place 3. Krasinski just solidifying himself as like the cock of the walk. Yeah, I don't love that. Everyone's just like gung-ho on Krasinski. He's fine. I don't know. I'll see it at some point, but I'm not like all jazzed up about mm. it. That like 96 on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like, yeah, what on. is that? There's no way I'm going into that theater and watching a 96. Mm. But uh, what else you got? I mean, speaking of Emma Stone, who portrays Cruella, the titular character, she just got cast alongside Mark Ruffalo in the new Yorgos Lanthimos work called Poor Things. And like all his movies, this sounds really weird. Follows a scientist who brings a woman back to life using the brain of an infant. The movies. <laughs> um, I'll see that. Yeah. We like, I mean, I'm actually not a huge Yorgos guy. Like, I thought the lobster was good. I didn't really love Killing of a Sacred Deer. That's, I can't think of any others, but like, um. That one's like his weirdest, Killing of a Sacred Deer. And he also did The Favorite, which was like a big I shot that. Hit. I like that one. That one's good. I didn't understand why everyone. She was in that, right? Yes. Yeah. Alongside like Brecken Meyer and (laughs) Idris Elba. Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, he's. I like how different his movies are. He's someone, at least he's like trying stuff. Yeah, he's he's, he's experimenting, which is cool. Tuna is legitimately attacking me. Tuna, stop. Angst Cat is like. Hey. I'm going to take a picture to show the turkey heads. This is like a. I'm under attack. Jesus, H. Christ. Tuna, I'm not really sure where this is coming from. Yeah. I wish I had her rainbow streamer or a laser pointer. Just give her a little little push. Do you not like Yorgos Lanthimos' work? Yeah, she's trying to tell you that uh, the lobster was a dud and yeah. that Colin Farrell is chopless. 
Fuck. He's I mean, like a, 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 a ugh, he's a handsome Guy Fieri. Clearly, you haven't seen Miami Vice 2006 with an opinion. Two Bacardi like that. mojitos and a gin and tonic. <laughs> um, Mariska Haggerty of SVU fame broke her knee and ankle. Do you mean Mariska Haggerty? Yes. That's the correct pronunciation. Is it? Yes. That's as we funny. learned from the Mike Myers vehicle, The Love Guru, in a never ending scene where he. The Love Subaru? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, Mariska Haggerty is hobbling around like me. I'm going to do like an injured celebrity news story whenever I can at this Ooh. point. Just in Yeah, what know. happened? She hurt herself? I, th I think she had hurt herself on set or something, and she just sort of walked around with all these torn ligaments, and then it required surgery. So now she's in like a knee brace and an ankle boot. Dun dun. We should get the Law & Order sound, even though I don't like that show at all. It seemed like something that It's a funny fun. sound. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I like my popcorn with... Uh... With butter, lots of butter. We like the butter. Hell yeah. Speaking of lots of butter and salt, did you see Mark Wahlberg teamed up with uh, the Salt Bay guy? Oh, no. For a really fun video? Was it in Boston at the new Salt Bay restaurant that I have no idea how they stay in business? Probably. With like $85 steaks and <laughs> awful decor. How you doing? And hey. And Wahlberg or tater tots. Cover me with salt. They're fucking terrific. But I saw them trying to like do a bit together, and I was just like, you know what? I don't think I've ever seen a less compelling duo in all of my days than Mark Wahlberg and the guy who fucking drizzled salt down his arm Kid. and made that a thing. Kid, do you remember when we were uh, coming off Suboxone and Kid. we went to Salt Bay Restaurant? Kid, that was actually pretty fucking sick just because we were like fucked up and stuff. I had diarrhea in my seat. <laughs> You had so much diarrhea. I had that. I think that was, that was a Chicago accent, but that's all right. It's fucking dope. Yeah, you had too many outside of Fenway Franks, and you you know you had an accident. You should have been wearing your diaper. I wear a diaper all fucking day. I'm a little rusty at this bit. I must admit. No, it's been a while, but I mean. I'm trying to blow the cobwebs off, like Mark Wahlberg on his assault charges against Asians. Kid. <laughs> He's trying to make things right with Salt Bay. It's a it's a whole new day. Where is Salt Bay from? Like Turkey or Afghanistan or something? He seems he's like in the Taliban. Yeah. I'm out on that guy. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's cute. I don't like the memes, the gifs. I'm good. Get out of here. And also speaking of Wahlberg and turkeys, they announced the other day that his new movie directed by Antoine Fuqua that's called like Immortal or Invincible or something. That's Training Day. Yeah. Antoine Fuqua. Okay. He made Training Day yeah, yeah. like a sea of turkeys, including uh, the Mark Wahlberg vehicle Shooter. <clears throat> but they have a new movie that they haven't even released a trailer for yet, but it's getting dumped onto Paramount Plus on June 10th. So like, cool. in two weeks, we'll be able to watch a new guaranteed Wahlberg turkey <laughs> for free on Paramount Plus. While we're in the Mark Wahlberg corner, did you notice that Henry Nacho Laune? of Wahlberger's fame has been hospitalized after being found unconscious and is probably dying. How you doing? Hey, come back to life. <laughs> I'm going to give you CPR. If you could, that'd be fucking dope. I mean, a lot of turmoil mm. in that camp. And speaking of coming back to life or death, uh, Kevin Spacey has oh, been cast yeah. in his first role <laughs> since being canceled with director Franco Nero alongside Vanessa Redgrave. Oh. He will be playing a pedophile, I believe, or some sort of criminal. 
Kevin not a S- bit. Kevin Spacey is back. <laughs> I have been waiting for this day. No, yeah, and Franco Nero, he's like, you know, an Italian director, obviously, but he's someone of note. He's done like big movies. This right. isn't like some like, you know, piece of garbage where someone's throwing Spacey a bone. This right. is like a project of note. It's I loved, kinda- I loved that Page Six headline uh, for like. Kevin Spacey's accuser realizing that he got another role. Are you fucking kidding me? Or something mm. like that. Yeah. What? And yet, he booked a role in an Italian film about a man wrongfully accused of sexually abusing children. So he's really leaning into things with uh, this big first role. That's bag. awesome. Hopefully he's playing like the Miscuzzi guy from Eurotrip. <laughs> Anthony Rapp is like, no, I can't believe this is happening. No doubt. As he's on the set of like that Star Trek show on Paramount Plus. That Is he still watches. working? I didn't realize he was on something. I think he's on that. That's and good. I think he pops up. He was so hateable in Road Trip. Yeah. And we'll see how far this goes. Spacey mm. being back. I don't Spacey imagine... just doing dozens and dozens of movies. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I can't imagine he'll ever be in like a movie that someone gets made over here. He'll probably team up with like Woody Allen and all the other canceled people to make mm. like a super movie. Yeah, like a Wild Hogs type movie where it's like cancel guys and it's like the four biggest, juiciest cancels. Produced by Weinstein. Yeah. And so, Jeffrey Epstein. Get like Chris Delia in there and put them on motorcycles just for Wild Hogs sake. That's a Chris Delia is doing movies again. Didn't you send me a photo of him in trans get up as yeah. like a woman in something? Do you yeah. think they think that they can disguise him? <laughs> yeah, him sneaking into movies. That would mm. be fun. And speaking of that, did Hank see uh, Elliot Page's topless poolside picks over the weekend? I We should probably run that by him because I think Hank was pretty upset in general. Mm. And I don't know. I don't, oh, there he is. Yes, okay. Is it Elliot Page? Uh... Now hold on a minute there. <laughs> You're saying Elliot, but yeah. you and I both know that her Christian name is Ellen. <laughs> And that she is a woman. Wow. I refuse to succumb to the nonsense mm. of women pretending to be men and men pretending to be women. The only trans person that I support is Caitlyn Jenner. Wow. Are you she, voting for her? Yes. She is a God-fearing, conservative, homophobic woman, and I support that. Mm. And I will be voting for her for governor of California. You're an old-fashioned guy. You like to get hung up on the classics. Yes. A man is a man. Man is a man. A man's man. <laughs> and you should drive a truck and shoot a gun and know how to fix a light bulb. Damn. Yep. Does Hank like any uh, Elliot or Ellen Page vehicles? I thought that movie Juno was a piece of shit. Wow. And if I get a woman pregnant and I don't want her to have the baby... I just take her out on my four-wheeler and drive really fast around in circles and hope that she miscarries. Wow. You know, I think that deserves a movie treatment also. Mm. I think Jason Reitman would... Slam on the brakes, let her go careening into a group of trees. Wow. All right, he might not Belly be first for something that gritty, but maybe Vincent Reach Gallo? inside of her uterus wow. and pull the okay. unborn child okay, out and crush Hank. it in my hands. Okay, Hank. <laughs> You've gotten too grisly 
for the turkey heads. Chew the placenta hang, in my mouth hang, like tobacco hang, and I'm, spit it out into the toilet and ha- flush. Hank, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> this is out of control. What the fuck? <laughs> if you could. We need oh, to just, talk, uh, just uh, chewing a placenta. Yeah. he's a, Who's offended by this? The pro-life people or the pro-choice people? Because, like, neither of those... <laughs> I think just everybody. Safe to say, just everybody's pretty disgusted by that. That sucked. But speaking of disgusting, my family listens to this show. Speaking of disgusting, grisly matters. Timothy Chalamet has been cast as a young Willy Wonka in the new prequel Wonka. And this has oh. been this is getting bandied about. It was down to him and uh, Tom Holland. Timmy finally Couple secured, little guys. secured that role. Stubby little men. Does anyone on earth want to watch this movie? Uh, me. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this you're in on. Yes, I'm, I'm sold. Fuck. Timmy! Like, There's no way it's not a Turk. Let's learn how he got his sweet tooth. <laughs> this sounds like a real You fucking... bumped into the ceiling Which must now be washed and sterilized You st- Oh fuck, I fucked it up You lose, you get nothing Yeah That was such an awesome movie And then like The, the, the Tim Burton one is such a piece of shit That one's like Career destroyingly Embarrassingly bad And can't even be enjoyed on like A look at this piece of shit kind of level It's just like upsettingly horrible the Tim Burton, Charlie and the Chocolate Yes. Factory. I saw that in the theaters. I think I might have been alone. It was when I was in Minnesota and I was working Good. at the Mall of America. I think I popped into that alone. That's a movie one deserves to see alone. And I'm alone. <laughs> Broken down piece of meat. Uh, yeah, the- that, look, that looks like it's going to be a big piece of shit. And I don't... This is one of those other... Like, there's some premises in Hollywood like this and... I don't know. Um... Like, Cruella. Yeah. Like that they just won't let go. They yeah. just keep coming back. And I'm not really, there's no movie that is on the horizon beyond Fast Nine that I'm really looking forward to. I actually am looking forward to seeing Jamie Foxx play Mike Tyson. That'll be cool. Yeah. And that's like it. Those are my two. There's some good stuff. I have later in the news some, they released some sh- schedule stuff. We'll like get French into Exit. Mm. Or not French Exit, uh, French Dispatch. French Exit was actually yes. excellent. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, but just the fact that it's Timmy Chalamet in Wonka, I bet it'll have like a whole romance angle. Like he gets dumped and then goes on a binge eating candy. It's probably what happens in this movie. Think there'll be a dick shot? <laughs> yes. Nice like sideways <laughs> you know shaft. What? I don't no see, tip. I don't see any way there isn't a dick just shot. Just the shaft. In Wonka. But you mentioned a moment ago broken down pieces of meat. Do you know that Mickey Rourke is on The Masked mm. Singer? What? Or, or was the other night? He doesn't even need a mask because he's unrecognizable <laughs> from male facials and plastic surgery. All the work I got is my mask. But yeah, look at this shot of him and Nick Cannon. Nick he, Cannon is hilarious. He was in like some sort of purple what costume. The fuck? I meant to watch the clip of him singing because like, uh, like, is there any way it wasn't wildly obvious that it was Mickey Rourke singing while he was masked? And I'm alone. Uh, That's very funny. Yeah. He was kind of like, like, what did I watch with him the other day? 
Of course, now I can't remember. I watched uh, Homeboy, that movie where he's like mm. a retired boxer. Like it's just like such a like a gritty '80s turkey. Mm. He was like the king of the gritty turkey. Yeah, and he just like fell out the bottom after. He got like the Andrew Dice Clay revival with um, with the wrestler He's and Darren Aronofsky, and then he just kind of yeah like gave a couple drunk acceptance speeches for various things and like talked about Eric Roberts publicly, and then now he's back into obscurity. He played an unintentionally hilarious villain in Iron Man Two, who had a parrot sidecar. No good. My Boyd, bring me my Boyd. But yeah, I don't know if like the Masked Singer's getting better guests than I thought they would, or if Mickey Rourke's in a darker place than I thought. But Probably I was, a combination. I was just, I saw this and I was like, oh boy. I thought Nick Cannon got canceled for saying Ooh. anti-Semitic stuff on his podcast. I guess he powered through that. Which I'm hoping happens to me. <laughs> in time. I hope they cancel me from my modest career. No um, can I take you to the sports corner Ooh. real quick? It's been a bit. I got a fun sports news story. Sounds fun. All right, man. Let's hope you still got those dicks. No, take, no. Is it out? Mm, you got it out? It's out. All right. All right, men. On June 11th in New Jersey, singer Aaron Carter will box uh, basketball guy Lamar Odom. <laughs> With guest referee Chuck Liddell from the UFC. Shit. So make sure you tune in on pay per view June 11th and watch this fight of all fights with a guy who's 6'8 and a guy who's 5'7. It's going to be all sports, action, got a lot of men's stuff, and we'll all have our dicks out. Be sure to tune in. Sports Corner. Sounds like a damn slobber knocker. That, to me, Aaron Carter is one of those guys that I followed on social media in an ironic way for a long time. He likes to go live a lot when he's like making beats in his home studio. And he has kind of like, a, he has a house like basically as nice as my house. <laughs> like, dude, I don't think he's done that well in life. He has like a pretty regular, like just like nice house. Mm. You'd think he'd be in some mansion, but it's just sort of looks like a house. And he has a studio kind of like our studio. It's just sort of like a room with a desk and a microphone and a laptop. Jeez. And he'll sit in there and be like, we're in the lab and like I'm making beats. And I find that quite funny. And then he has like some, you know, I'm, I'm on my OnlyFans. It's popping off. Oh right God, now. he has one, doesn't he? I think so. And he has some weathered girlfriend who looks like she smokes a thousand cigarettes a day, Hi. and she just constantly has that like opiate addiction, ceiling eyes, kind of just staring off into space. And they're that's just a, that's a good look. I like that look. You know the look. Yeah. That like we putting up flyers, posters. Everybody's looking for Amanda. Fine. That chick. Um, Speaking of that look, did you see that Lindsay Lohan is returning to acting? Uh, triumphantly, I would say. Yes, she will star in a yet-to-be-titled Netflix holiday rom-com. She's back. I'm a, a huge Lohan head. Right, we are, our, her, our Reddit thread is actually called Lohan Heads. Ooh. We're big fans. We Lohan discuss heads. everything from Mean Girls to The Canyons, that movie she did with James Dean, oh, <laughs> or Canyons. Laurel Canyon, or whatever it was called. Mm. Years yeah. ago, we had Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> nope. That's it? That's it. <laughs> 
You got to take it. Hey, now. Yeah, I... Interested to see if she's still got those chops. She actually was decent. I was going to say, day. she wasn't bad. Yeah. She's got the stuff. I'm trying to think of anything besides Mean Girls that was decent, but sure she snuck in a couple. Parent Trap? Oh, yeah. Um, we got big, uh, big movie business news. Did you see that uh, MGM is being purchased by Amazon for nearly $9 billion. $9 billion. I was going there too. Fuck. I already had the pinky up and everything. <laughs> I really do think that I, there's a lot of people making the joke that like Bezos is turning into a Bond villain. and like. <laughs> Speaking of which, now he owns the Bond franchise, so he right. can do whatever he wants with it. What do you think he's going to do with MGM? Just have them bang out a bunch of turkeys straight to Prime Video and that's it? Yeah. I saw someone online making the joke. He did this all just so he could own Happy Madison, which is a, a subsidiary of MGM. Like He just wanted those Sandler turkeys <laughs> and would pay anything. I was like, I wish that $9 billion dollars for like the do-over. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I need that catalog. Happy Madison hasn't made a decent movie in multiple decades. Uh, how dare you? <laughs> but he also said part of this big, uh, enormous $9 billion fucking cash grab, they will reimagine the following MGM IPs, intellectual properties, for the 21st century. James Bond. Now I'm a fan of mischief. Robocop. Tomb Raider, Rocky, Stargate, and, you have a lot. <laughs> and Pink Panther. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, because we haven't seen enough of all of those. It's like, it's not like they stopped making Bond movies. It's like, oh, get, get ready for more Bond. The well, Pink Panther has also been beaten to death. And Burger. Uh, just. <laughs> And like Stargate, they made several movies, several TV series. It's like it's like sliders. Like we don't need another like dimension hopping. And also Tomb Raider, they that Alicia Vikander one was just like two years ago. It was fucking horrible. fucking I'm in on her though, right, my man? Fucking yeah, actually. <laughs> Stepping out of character. She's a babe. Push out a nice load to her, huh? And Rocky, like they're gonna do a new Rocky, probably with like with like fucking Josh Gad as Rocky. <laughs> We're gonna get Josh Gad in really, really bad shape. <laughs> oh wait, we already did that. <laughs> yeah, him like doing his best to get in Rocky shape. I actually want this to happen now. <laughs> Let's green like Gad as Rocky. How about Josh Gad as the Pink Panther instead? That I could see either of these happening in reality. Right. <laughs> like, like, why not? They're like, gonna, a Melissa McCarthy love interest? Yeah, they're going to smush him into one of these. But, I mean, things are bleak. Like, Disney owns everything. Amazon will soon own everything else. It's just going to be like the rest of the world where there's, like, three companies that own everything. There's going to be no more. Yeah. As long as there's, like, A24 type companies out there, I'll feel okay about it, I guess. But yeah. there's something about Bezos getting his mitts into a large portion of the movie business that just sucks. Yeah, I'm just so sick of the reboots and retreads. It's going to get to the point where there'll be like one original movie coming out a year mm. and it'll be fucked up. I have uh, somber news, oh. actually. I know. 
It is the four-year anniversary of the Ariana Grande Manchester theater uh, terrorist attack. Wow. Or the shooting, the mass shooting or the bombs or whatever it was. So I wanted to bring this up without irony and salute all of those that lost their lives at that Ariana Grande concert. And I'm sure it was worth it for her great talent. Salud. So salud to those who lost loved ones in Manchester four years ago. I actually saw the other day that she just got married. She did. Someone who looks so much like Pete Davidson. It's like, is this a bit? <laughs> Some tall, skinny guy like, hey, man. Yeah, I know. Does it's, he have tattoos? It's fucking me, but not just like not. I don't know if he has tattoos, but I saw their wedding photos. and was like, this is some you probably she was like, smooching with everybody. He looks like he would be like Pete Davidson's stuntman on the Suicide Squad or some sort of business like that. Um, Pete Davidson is laying down some dick. So oh, I, I imagine he's probably a little broken up still about Ariana Grande, just based on the fact that marrying her would have been very lucrative. But beyond that, I bet he's over it because she seems terrible. Yeah. Like her just getting re-engaged within minutes. It's just like most people spend their entire lives looking for the right person. Some people never find that person. You're just getting engaged for the sake of getting engaged. Yeah, some people are always like getting engaged or like I'm sure she'll be. Oh, like J Lo with like six engagement rings and no weddings. How you doing, my Ben? What an incredible power couple they are. They're roaring back in. I heard Puff Daddy was posting all sorts of stuff about her too. Wow. Trying to eke back in (laughs) or something. And apparently A-Rod is not taking the breakup very well considering he's just launched a makeup for men line on Sephora. Yeah. Like eyeshadow for guys. (laughs) I saw that. It's like... Oh. (laughs) Yeah, that's a perfect like, oh, this this breakup's hitting him hard. I'm a huge fruit and even I would not consider a men's makeup line. Like what are you you, putting concealer on? I, I don't get it. Yeah, it's like, this ain't your gal's makeup. This is... This is men cup. This stuff smells like uh, Maxim magazine. You're going to love it. It's fucking sick. <laughs> like you open up the bottle, it's like bad <laughs> cologne and must. Check this out. Yeah, that was embarrassing. For I me. hate stuff that's marketed for dudes. Like, this is like your like men's body wash. It's so like, embarrassing. Stop it. Just use like a body wash. They're all the same. It's even worse because that must work because people keep doing it. The guys with like the three-in-one shampoo, conditioner, Mm. face wash, body wash. Like, I got it all right in one bottle. I'm a guy. I don't like doing much. I use this for everything. I use it on my asshole and my face. I got asshole dust, Joe Rogan. (laughs) Fucking blue cheese. Um, Speaking of asshole dust, little Nas X tore his pants during his performance on last Saturday night's Saturday Night Live. Oh, shit. Which I I believe was not a bit. I think he was just dancing around the stage, and (laughs) that little twink ripped a hole right in his britches. Wow. Do you think that he kept the hole and utilized it later on for social engagements? Oh, like some sort of a wacky... (laughs) What are those called? Like a... I don't know, a dick hole in his pants? Yeah. I was like, do those have a name? Wacky uh, dick hole pants. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got a pair, right, Turkey? Just pushing heads? out loads into his undies. Lil Nas. I think he probably didn't have undies on, would be my guess. And if he did, they were scantless. Lil Nas X, Scantily if you listen, clad. email in, let us know if you were wearing undies. Mm. Can we make an NFT of Lil Nas X's undies? <laughs> Is that a thing? That sounds like it would sell. That sounds $760,000, that's the price. Similar to the price for the 
remember the Charlie bit my finger video? Mm. Ouch, Charlie. Yeah. Years later, they made an NFT for it, apparently, and it sold for, like I just said, $760,000. This is not a bit. That actually happened on yeah. Earth. That's very silly. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That video isn't even funny. I remember people getting such a kick out of it. It's like two British kids. Like, what's why is that funny? Because he says Charlie. Yeah, it was cute like once. Now like, they grew up and they're like awkward British guys who probably date raped women in college. Yeah. Because that was 15 years ago. That was back in the early days of the internet where like something like that could go far. Now it's like, what, this is it? Like you need a lot more to right. like, get, every, get everyone's attention. You need like the mother to walk in in the background and like fall down and shatter a wine glass <laughs> into her lungs and kill herself. Yeah, in TikTok fashion. Mm. And we got to talk about the big Joker 2 news. It's reportedly like officially been greenlit and will be co-written by the original movie's director and co-writer Todd Phillips. The fact that he's just sort of waltzed his way into a billion dollars drives me fucking nuts. Because his only good movie is old school. Prove me wrong. That's it. He's got some decent stuff. And it's, guess what? It's not good because of him. Because you can see the parts that were were him, and they're terrible. Hmm. Like the corny, hokey stuff. That movie's funny because of Vince Vaughn, kind of Luke Wilson, and kind of Will Ferrell. And kind of Jeremy Piven. Kid, you ever see The Hangover Part 2, though? I don't like any of The Hangover movies. <laughs> like, the first one had the stuff, I guess. And then they just beat it to death. Like, I don't... Ed Helms sucking dick? That's not funny. No. Ed Helms doing anything isn't funny. But, I mean... I feel like most people like The Joker. I thought it was average at best. And the fact that they're actually going to make a sequel just because the first one made a like, outrageous amount of money... He's just like funny to me. Like Joker 2. <laughs> like he's back. What's he, the two? He's in jail for killing Robert De Niro on live television. What's next? He's back and he's joking again. Yeah, they'll do a muggy like Muggy like him in Arkham. Like, whoa, yeah. he's crazy. Is Batman involved? Yeah. Where is he? <laughs> Why is this turkey being made? Swear to me! But yeah, you're probably asking yourself, why am I in Joker 2? Now that I would watch. Bane I, roars in and breaks him out of the uh, Arkham mental institution. And yes. then Two-Face is there and Batman has to fight all of them. Hello, turkey boys. Yeah, that I would watch. The turkey rises. I probably said this before, but anytime anyone brings up Joker, all I can think about is... You know the whole bit in that movie is him handing the card to people yes. that says, I have a condition, like, forgive my laughter. <laughs> I can't believe the end of that movie didn't have him handing a Joker card to somebody in that same fashion. I thought the whole time they were, like, setting that up. Because that's the Joker's whole thing, like, handing the Joker card to people. Right. He's the Joker, the Joker card. I'm, I'm like, punching up Joker, the original movie. I... The whole movie, all I could think about was how disappointed I was because I actually admittedly was very excited for that movie mm. and like was waiting for it because it was a big wait. It was like a year. Yeah. And it was just such a bummer. And I'm hoping that doesn't happen with the Batman, but. Yeah, and that's why like, I don't know. The movie's supposed to be so epic at the end, but they didn't even have that moment. Do you get what I'm saying with I the do. card yeah, thing? It's I do. Like... It would have been an easy, easy uh, gimmick, whatever. Yeah. And I don't. 
always think that with movies, but I'm like, that movie would be like infinitely better if they did that. And I can't believe that they didn't think of it. It just like boggles my mind. It seems so obvious. I don't like the formula in Hollywood where if a movie does well enough, it's just a given that there will be a sequel. Like, oh yeah, we'll just make another one. Of exactly. course. Like it of does, course we will. It makes sense as a one-off. It's like, oh, this is like a little Joker origin, but it's like, what, we're going to do like the continuing adventures of Joker? Like do a whole, I don't know. The villain origin stories, I don't get. Probably Cruella will tank and they'll rethink things. But yeah, they've been announcing a bunch of like new movie dates. Now the theaters are like back. Movies are like racing into all the spots and it's getting a little crowded. Are you ready for a quadruple feature on October 22nd? What do we got? Because what do we got? On October 22nd, the following movies come out. Last Night in Soho, the new Edgar Wright vehicle. No thanks. Looks fun. Not oh, the new Wes Anderson movie, too, right? I remember those coming out together. Yes. And The French Dispatch, the new Wes Anderson. Timmy Chalamet getting all the work. Yeah, he's going to be in like a movie a week once these things start rolling out because he had a bunch of stuff that got shelved, like Dune and a couple others I can't remember. Yes. But uh, also on October 22nd, Cry Macho, the new Clint Eastwood vehicle. Where he plays like a gritty old guy doing. I need him Eastwood in the ground. Stuff. I've had it with please, Eastwood. Please, he's one of the greats. We need Eastwood around making his insane turkeys, and also Jackass Four. His best is the Mule. The Mule's dope. That's his best of all time. <laughs> his whole life, directing and acting. I'll say the Mule is his number one. His finest hour. But yeah, I mean, and what was the last one? Sorry, Jackass Four. Oh, so fucking yeah. Jackass, fucking Jeff Tremaine. <laughs> Dude, fucking. And while we're on the subject, Bam Margera used the N-word on Instagram yesterday and in regard to Johnny Knoxville and then rapidly deleted it. But I have the screenshot and I'm happy about that. You got to screenshot all of his content because it's going to disappear. Dude, Ank, you trying to fucking cancel me? Fucking Can't cancel April. me, bro. I got nothing left. Fucking April and Phil. Fucking Ank's fucking sucks. I need him. Monty already paid me preemptively for Bam's death. So I got that 20 already. But he's going in the ground. Like him and Eastwood are going to die on the same day, hopefully. How about them forever. in a buddy comedy? Like a dirty Harry, but funny and ironic and like they're driving around in a car <laughs> and it's just like bam having a manic episode and clint eastwood on the edge of death that sounds great that it would be like those movies where it used to be clint eastwood and a monkey it would actually be like the same thing bam, pretty much bam, bam is basically a monkey at this point yeah. yeah he has animal energy that's a green line um oh and while we're on the subject akon's car got stolen fuck you know i've been thinking about akon lately is he in your thoughts? He is. He should be. Yeah. I mean, you guys have a very similar complexion. No doubt. This he probably you he you might get a little darker than him in the summer. No doubt. This song is dope. Yeah, this is a hit. This is a guaranteed goddamn hit. This is a fucking Scotty cut. Will you remix this with new lyrics about turkeys and Mike Vin? I will. I might send this to Bug Maine for a hot remix. I'm gonna sneak in a little pub plug for Bug Main right here. I don't know if you've heard his new Coco Pelly song, but it's the song of the summer, and you can listen to it on Apple Music, Spotify, the whole deal. Bug Main. This is a hit. This was like summer 2006, but Akon's car got stolen uh, out of the gas station 
while he was getting gas, and they recovered it with the police because his phone was inside the car, and they used Find My iPhone to track shit, it. Shit. Uh. Was 50 there, or...? <laughs> I don't think 50's here tonight. No? I think okay. he said he was like hanging out. I didn't feel like doing any of the characters, if we're being honest. I, <laughs> as you could tell by my like lackadaisical, half-assed bean and out. And I was like, I'll throw him a bone. And I'm like, ah, I don't even like, oh, this, oh you did drugs again because you're an opiate addict. That's Because that's funny. Kid, the fans. The fans needed it. a little bit of it. It was a taste. I thought the Hank bit was okay, but I'm definitely not doing. I, I also wanted to do Cosby again, but you know, did you? life happens. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Cosby again. <laughs> again. <laughs> oh, no. No, uh, no good? Did, did you see that uh, they greenlit that? I think we talked about it at some point. The Mike Tyson Hulu series from the people who made I, Tanya. Oh, Mike Tyson. Fuck. <laughs> Anybody? I must be in the front row with the fights. Wow. And instead of throwing punches, I'm going to be throwing pills into women's drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Every punch is a, is a rape. Oh. Wow. Look at my dance moves. I'm gonna try to get parole, and if and they told me that I can't because I won't go to sexual abuse retraining camp. Wow, you are wild, Bill. <laughs> they call me Wild Bill. Oh. The women I sleep with aren't wild because they're unconscious. Ah, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That isn't funny, though. It's not funny at all. And wow. I'm actually glad he got denied parole. I think that's great. And I'm really excited about that Mike Tyson movie while we're on the subject. I think yes. it's going to be awesome. And Jamie Foxx is one of the greats. Well, yeah, this. I think they're doing a Jamie Foxx movie. This one is like a limited series with that guy from Moonlight, Trevante Rhodes. Who played the oldest? At the end, the kid. big jacked guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I like him too. I could see him pulling off Tyson. I thought Moonlight did a great job of like making you feel empathy, but also making you uncomfortable, but also making you upset. It was like just you like were just towing the line of like every emotion possible for two hours. Yeah. It's I didn't like it the first time I saw it, and then the second time I was like, "How did you not like this? Yeah. It's fucking great. It's a work." Barry Jenkins. Barry Lakin. Friend of the show. I'm never not going to hear his name and do that. Like, are they working out or having sex? <laughs> uh, uh, did you hear that uh, uh, some athlete's DJ friend, MC Kevin, died while in Brazil, I believe, trying to escape from a hotel balcony while cheating on his wife in a threesome and the wife came in the hotel room so he tried to climb out the window and <laughs> fell to his death whoa i don't a, know who any of the people are but the story's great yeah that's very movie-ish such an ah yeah and i could laugh at other people getting injured now because i'm injured it's like my thing now Imagine thinking you could do something like that. Like, I could climb down. Like, I can scale down this building because I've seen people in movies do it. Right. And taking, like, one move and just be like, oh, no, I'm falling to my death. Do you think he knew right away? Like, he oh. closed, like he slid the bathroom window closed and he, like, got one foot on the edge and he's like, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, how much time do you think went past? Do you think he was, like, clinging for a little while or was it, like, an immediate plummet? Yeah, I can't even imagine doing something like that. I'd, like, look down from the railing and be like nope can't even consider. i don't even like going out on the balcony at really high up 
hotels and like taking a look down it's like we're 50 floors up like this is terrifying yeah i'm not into it i feel like i'm right on the cusp of like being someone who's scared of heights as this is this coming from the guy that used to ride around on the roof of cars when we were in high school (laughs) i mean that's not or in the trunk that's not too high though well no 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 it's (laughs) it's much safer it's very casual um what else did you see that Zack snyder wants to make a pornographic film influenced by 300 the movie 300 featuring all the uh the spartans which was had like gay undertones to begin with now he just wants to flat out I guess like make a like a gay porn? porn. I guess that's awesome. I, I support that. I should have read this article. Maybe it's just a scandalous headline, but mm. I, I support it. Yeah. If, if anyone are they looking for stars? <laughs> yeah, get in on three hundred and one. This fucking. If the movie was three hundred pounds, Sean could be in it. Actually, oh. that yeah. wasn't even funny. That was just like a mean fat <laughs> joke. He's back. Just like trying to point out the fact that our friend used to weigh three bills. But if anyone was going to make like a historical sex movie, I think it should be visionary director Zack Snyder. Yeah. Army of the Dead alum Zack Snyder, the Snyder cut. Yes. We'll be talking about that later in the program. Maybe he'll give Chris, throw Chris, Chris D'Elia a bone and give him a role in the 300 porn. Yeah. Rework that footage. Mm. Can't let that oh, just take the Army away. of the Dead footage and turn it into a porn? Correct. Done. As long <laughs> as Tig Notaro's hairy fucking box is not involved, I'm down. Oh, hey. These yeah. are some great iced teas. And I thought I'd mention real quick the Friends reunion. It's been uh, in the works for years. <sighs> and they finally got that unforgettable gang together for... A pretty forgettable HBO Max special last night. Hank, I, I know you were anticipating this for 17 years. Did it meet your expectations? I was hoping that Matthew Perry would overdose in the middle of it and just <laughs> shit himself. Guess what? He kind of did. Watch it. He was the funniest part of watching this thing because everyone else is like kind of like being on, as they say. And he's like basically puttering around like being depressed, being like... I can't remember exactly what he was saying, but like you can tell he's in a bad way, and like nothing better than a celebrity on Badway Boulevard. Yes, he's he's just upset that they didn't give him a, like a 14th shot at another NBC sitcom. <laughs> Mr. Sunshine Two, Mr. Sunshine on the Sunset Strip with the Odd Couple. Yeah, it's just all three of those shows combined. Yeah, but I threw this on because I famously I enjoyed the show Friends. What did you like about it? Friends was a show that I used to watch all the time, and I don't think it ever made me laugh at all, but I enjoyed it. I would sit there and- What like, a great <laughs> endorsement that is. I know, for a sitcom. Seinfeld, you laugh so hard, it's you get sick to your stomach, and then you rewatch and make clips of episodes. It's so funny. And then like it's the most quotable show. And then people put these two shows against each other. Friends is just like a bunch of dickheads hanging out in an apartment that would be $20,000 a month. Like a balcony and- 2,700 square feet in New York City. It's not realistic in that fashion, but no sitcoms are. But yeah, I just enjoyed it in the fashion that like, it's just enjoyable. And they're like, they're not all good characters, but it's just a very watchable program, even though I was never like, oh, that's funny. Or I was probably, I'd say like, that's kind of funny. Mm. I would never laugh out loud (laughs) at Friends. I would just stare at it like completely straight-faced, being like, this is a good show. 
and that being said, the the reunion special was just kind of an excuse. I haven't heard for, much good about it. People seem to be. Yeah, Parsons actually had some great points. They do this whole thing where they reveal that like Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer were like into each other during the first couple seasons, and it seemed very fabricated. Was it a sh- was it them all hanging out as themselves, or were they in character? No, it was them as themselves, but they. Like played the trivia game that they did on the show once, and they were trying to like have fun. And then they bring James Corden in, that fucking poisonous leech of a turkey, <laughs> who just has to get his mitts into everything that happens. My mitts. And he's interviewing them for some reason, and it's just kind of yeah. Get him the fuck out of here. It, and like they had a couple fun Popeyes, Elliot Gould and that woman who played uh, ah, Monica, Monica's parents. They popped by. It was just like a Popeye fest. Elliot Gould, that corpse as they like reminisced. And also Parson said that, uh, what's his name? Matt LeBlanc seemed like so desperate. Like he remembered everything that ever happened. He was walking around like, you guys remember when we did this here? And everyone was like, not really. <laughs> he was just invested. In I way. thought he was an idiot. Yeah. He's well, he had every. I, I actually, of all of them, he's the only one that I enjoyed anything they did ever. LeBlanc. And I'm going to say I enjoyed episodes. I thought it was great. <gasps> what do you think of that? Is that a reveal? That is a mildly fucked up. I watched reveal. every episode of episodes. I couldn't get into that show, and that's exactly the kind of show that I like. It's like meta about yeah. Hollywood and stuff. That's right up your. It's right in your Q zone. Mm. Um. And also, I think he still has that show, Man with a Plan, on CBS. Yikes. No thanks. Oh, I forgot to do birthdays. Ooh. Want to do some birthdays? Yeah. But yeah, the Friends reunion, you, don't, not, you don't need No need to watch that, right? Even it's if you like turkey. the show like I did, it was, it's just nothing. It's. I'm glad you didn't save that for reviews and like slog on about it for 25 minutes. I was nervous that that would like eke its way into the featured review. And <laughs> I had like a horror <laughs> nightmare about it. The featured review, the friends, the friends reunion. reunion that no one, even Parsons, enjoyed. Although I, I will sneak in, Schwimmer has still got it, and he's underrated. Swim fan, and Aniston still looks dope. Um, as far as birthdays go, uh, Richie April, aka David Proval from The Sopranos, is seventy-nine. Oh, the notorious B.I.G. would have been forty-nine. May he rest in peace. It was all a dream. Tim Robinson from I Think You Should Leave is 40. The bones are their money. <laughs> and from all over, uh, Bob Dylan is 80. Oh, hey, Killian Murphy is 45. Oh, cheers, mate. Cheers, cheers, cheers. And Mike Myers is 58. My mind just, like, melted. Powers stuff. I was, I was trying to decide which Powers voice to do and came up with nothing. <laughs> I looked up. You were just giggling to yourself. That was good. Uh, a lot that's, of, a fun, that's a fun lineup. A lot of people we love. Yeah. That's, like, all... I mean, t- I don't really give a shit about Bob Dylan, but the rest is pretty cool. That's a good crew. One of these weeks, we should have a joint birthday party with all of our, our birthday turkey heads of the moment. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. We'll all go Where they all come and sit down in the chill zone with us and watch Cruella? Yes. Okay. Sounds like a hit. Did you realize that or hear that Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain's Hollywood home is for sale for about a million dollars? Ooh. Reasonably affordable because it is a major fixer-upper. Why 
That seems odd that something Kurt Cobain owned would still Weird, be like right? in that position. Didn't he die like 27 years my ago? My guess is that Courtney Love owned it. Yeah. Because he probably had no will because he killed himself at 27 years old. Mm. And I bet you she just sat on it and recently is selling it for publicity. Interesting. Because why the fuck else? Like, it's not, does she really need the million? Kid, did you know that she fucking killed him? I did not. But I was thinking when I saw that this home was for sale that I would much prefer the last days style cabin in the woods where he killed himself as if i was gonna purchase a kurt cobain property i'd much rather have that one yeah not like bits aside i just think that'd be creepy as hell like people come up there like you know what happened in this living room you see these little fragments in the wall (laughs) little pieces of bullet and brain we never fixed it (laughs) nope (laughs) big brain stain right there brain stain that's dope you want to take a quick little break get our mind right for cruella yep i just want to remind everybody that this episode of enough the podcast is brought to you by the all-new david lynch coffee from allegro it is certified organic sustainably sourced by the filmmaker david lynch himself it's real real good folks Naomi Watts approved. Also, Marilyn Manson is being sued for spitting on a cameraman's lens at a New Hampshire concert prior to the pandemic. How dare he? That has nothing to do with David Lynch, though, but we'll be right back. Disgusting. We'll be right back. Hell yeah, then. Folks, we're back, and we just watched an absolute slog. Sluggo! That we're not going to spend too much time on. Let's just say to avoid the new movie Seance on iTunes. From who, who directed that? Yeah, the guy from uh, the 7-Eleven commercial. Simon Barrett, who wrote some really good movies. Year Next and The Guest. which are i think they're both directed by adam wingard this was simon's first time writing and directing had a good feeling about this movie and it really let me down so that makes sense why whoever you read that good review from on twitter that's like a directorial debut somebody just being nice yeah yeah whoever whoever's tweet i saw that recommended this movie i'm gonna find you and unfollow you because you ruined our evening yeah get rid of that follower (laughs) I hate, Holy cannoli. I hate when it's your idea to watch a turkey. Like, I hate that it was... I had a good feeling about this movie. Then we put it on. Halfway through, I was like, oh, no. I think we got ourselves a, a good I knew. Turkey. I knew within five minutes. Fuck. I was like, it's not going to work. <laughs> it is time to take a stand. But yeah, seance, not great. Can't really... Uh, any movie that focuses on people like conjuring the dead with a Ouija out, board... Yeah. And no, candles. No Ouija boards. That's in the obits. Yeah. Yeah, like the craft <clears throat> type stuff. I can't think of a movie. The Zoe Lister-Jones craft remake should have just put a bullet in the head of all female-driven horror movies. Like a, a crew of the occult type broads getting together and like rubbing their clams together to make magic. Like it's <laughs> yeah. just fucking stupid and it sucks. Yeah, it's never good. They never even get close to... They should have left that in the dust with the American Horror Story Coven because that yeah. wasn't good either. None of them are good. 
There's one good seance scene I just remembered in Hereditary when they're like conjuring the daughter who's dead. That's like a creepy good scene. That's the only one I can think of. Otherwise, you're obitted. You're done. But we we watched a bunch of really good stuff this week, and they're all like hot new iTunes releases. Let's get into it. The movie French Exit, which you can rent for a modest sum on iTunes. I don't think that's one of the nineteen ninety nine. I think it was six bucks, six 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 ninety nine. Yeah, and this is a movie, a two hander, <clears throat> one might say, with Michelle Pfeiffer, who's back in movies, mm. and. What's that kid's She's name? She's back. Lucas Hedges and Imogen Poots yes. was also in this. They were basically in every independent movie since 2015. Yeah, you can't make collectively them. But them as a couple. Michelle Pfeiffer, I don't know where, where she's been hiding or why she hasn't been doing movies because she's still incredible. She's got the stuff. Yeah, she's great. I don't, I don't understand why she wouldn't do more things. It's like she did Dangerous Minds and Catwoman and then whoosh. Yeah, like her in this Scarface. movie... I thought this was like Oscar worthy. I was like floored by her in this. I think there was buzz and it just got nothing. Or maybe it came out too late because they did them weird this year. I don't know. And everyone will forget about it by next year. But yeah, she still looks incredible. She's like funny and very workish in this. Yeah, there's the scene where she uh, is trying to get the check at the restaurant and they're ignoring her. So she just lights the table on fire. Yeah. She's just like... It almost, like I said, this movie felt kind of like a Royal Tenenbaums meets Two Days in Paris, where it's just like that quirky- That's a good meet. Like, like upscale, rich New Yorker types, mm. but in Paris. And like, she just speaks, they both speak French and like, it's just, I don't know. I thought it was, the concept of the movie is like, they're running out of money because I guess they implied like her husband died or something and like his estate was kind of not going to her. So she was, her goal was to just like spend whatever she had left and then die because she was terminally ill or whatever yeah. in Paris. Her accountant is like, what was your plan? She was like, I didn't think I'd live this long, quite frankly. Which is safe. Yeah, I feel the same way sometimes. I yeah. get it. But yeah, the movie, and then it picks up like a, a whole ragtag bunch of interesting characters, like that weird woman that they meet and then they're <clears throat> staying at her place. She reminded me of... I can't remember, like uh, the woman from Happiness or something. She's just like this all over the place yeah. sidecar. And uh, she's been in a bunch of stuff too. I can't remember her name. And she was being like way too honest to everybody. It was like an interesting foil to all the other characters. This movie like floored me. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I was really just like, I didn't know what to expect. I threw it on. And I was like, this is exactly the kind of movie that I wanted to watch. And it. I had a feeling you'd really like it to the point where it was almost funny to me. Mm. I was kind of chuckling to myself, <laughs> like, ah, oh, Scott's going to love this fucking movie. And just like, oh, look, here I go. Like, wow, he's going to eat this up. Look at this work. Yeah, it was good. It's on iTunes. I don't see it being free anytime soon because it got somewhat of an award buzz. I, I would say this is worth a rental. Yeah. The, um, yeah, there's a great line. Someone's like, I don't know who's famous anymore. These people are all strangers to me. <laughs> it's like, that's how I feel about all these new rough and tumblers. Mm. But yeah, this was a really weird, cool movie that was on its own wavelength. I uh, really dug it. And also, it had a really good, <clears throat> mysterious ending. We talk a lot about how most indie movies just like end on a dime with no closure. And this one ended in a 
a very strong workish way. Loved yeah, it. I, I think that I don't know. It, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't do that thing where it leaves you wondering anything really. It just kind of buttoned it up. Mm. I liked that Lucas Hedges sort of cheated on his girlfriend with that ugly girl. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Yeah, and yeah. then she became like a some sort of a like a fortune teller or something. I don't know. You got to watch it. Yeah, because it's a really like straightforward drama. But then there's this whole subplot about the soul of her dead husband is in this cat, and then they're like talking to this fortune teller about it. It's wacky. It's fun, and everybody buys right into it. Like it's not even questioned. Yeah, I found this mo this movie is hard to review and it's hard to talk about, but it it was good. Yeah, it's like so much happens, but so little happens at the same time. It's sort of an odd film. Yeah, I can't recommend it enough. Probably Scotty's pick of the week. Day and night she talks. <laughs> Each word more useless than the next. And I hope Michelle Pfeiffer sticks around because uh, she's on one. Yeah, she's good. And we also watched the new iTunes release that I think is in some theaters, but you know you can rent it for six ninety nine or whatever on iTunes. Together, together. <coughs> Which is a surrogacy comedy drama. Starring... I wrote down my first note. I typically hate Ed Helms. <laughs> yeah, same. I've I've gone on tirades about how he's not a leading man, and I don't know why he gets the lead in so many movies. But he kind of worked for me in this. I thought I this... thought he was fine. Yeah. Yeah. The Hangover and The Office. That's why. Mm. Those are two of like the biggest com comedic home runs of all time, and he happens to be right at the forefront of both of them. So it's like he wrote himself a little ticket to get indie work for the rest of time. Yes. And this wasn't amazing, but it was okay. I enjoyed it. I think I gave it two and a half out yeah. of five. I don't think it's a very realistic portrayal of the surrogacy process. No. Ed Helms plays like a weird like a weird guy who lives alone and is he's just like, I wanna have a kid and just like goes through those motions and finds Patty Harrison. Yes. And he they and then she's his surrogate, but they become friends and they're like kind of dating. It's just weird. That was the one thing I Didn't liked feel about real. it is I was waiting for them to be like like oh, are they going to have like this weird guy and his surrogate fall in love? Is that going to be this movie? But they kind of avoided that. So I respected it at least for that. They had him say I love you, but it was it felt more like a platonic like yeah. like a friend I love you and it was it was this I still found their relationship in general just to be a bit unbelievable. Mm. Like why would they be I don't know. Yeah, it it, it correct me if I'm wrong out there if you have a surrogate in your life and you've gotten close, but I to me it just felt unrealistic. Same. Like it was sweet, but the whole time I was just like I don't think anyone on earth has ever had a time of it like this. It just seemed odd without giving away what happens it's right. a very i don't know but it did have its moments i really i'm glad they avoided that very obvious romance trope where the fuck is he you fucking cunt and patty harrison is a trans person which i didn't even notice until ank revealed that to me well, yeah. always there to be inappropriate yes oh, yeah man i had my shit 
Well, it's not inappropriate. You're, you're letting me know that, uh, what's up? That's woke. I'm woke, yes. Yeah. I was saying that I support trans rights, like Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to woke the woke. Yeah, together, together. Wake the woke. Me and Ed Helms falling in love. That's uh-uh. right. Yeah. But it did seem like uh, progress or whatever you say that this, she plays, she just plays a woman in this movie. They never address the fact that she's trans. It's just no. her playing a normal role. I was like, that's something. They didn't make a thing of it. I Is found that it something? revolting. Or should they have made a thing of it? <laughs> uh, no, nah, I mean, whatever. That's the goal, right? To just say this is a woman. Yeah. And not quite, and not have guys like me make fun of it. Yeah. Were you waiting for Ed Helms to suck her dick, like in The Hangover 2? <laughs> yes. Well, I was waiting for like an Ace Ventura-style dick reveal, mm. like where he pulls her pants down and there's <laughs> that bulge in the back. It could have used a big Finkel as Einhorn moment. Mm. That would have uh, tied things together nicely. Why would any real woman want to do that? (laughs) That would never play today. And it was so fucking funny back then. It's a shame. Mm. And this movie, it has a lot of like awkward humor where it's like, ooh, that's like an uncomfortable situation. Einhorn is a man. (laughs) Uh, I'd like to ask you a few questions. I also wrote down Patty Harrison is kind of a babe. Mm. parentheses slash semicolon <laughs> what of it <laughs> yeah i send you like yeah she's all right and you're like i think that's a man and i was like fucking what bro what did you say to me bro <laughs> fucking take it back i'm turning this movie off me and hank are gonna go lift weights fucking I, wish, bitch. I wish i had another hank in me but he's already been transphobic <laughs> once in this podcast i'm not doing it again yeah i wrote down tig nataro just infecting everything because I literally, the night prior, I'd watched her in our next review, Army of the Dead. And I was just like, can we just not have Tig anymore? Like, I'm it's out. a lot of Tig out A lot there. of Tig. Tig's having a moment. She should have a show called The Tig, where she is a large blue animated character with a sidekick. <laughs> and she's on Fox until they cancel her. And then when they cancel her, she's gone forever. The Tig? Greg the Bunny? <laughs> <laughs> no. Firefly? <laughs> <laughs> We're in the Family Guy corner. <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> Bitter. I'll do my Joe voice. Joe's back. Bitter. The fly, fly, fly. Greg the bunny. The tick. Um, it's the only ones I can. <laughs> yeah, I used I used to remember all those, but a sea of more canceled shows have replaced them. <laughs> But yeah, together, together, you know, solid little underdog indie. I'd say wait for it to pop up on Hulu. You don't need to spend that six ninety nine or whatever. No. And this this is another indie that ended in such indie fashion. I was watching it just like this movie's gonna end on a dime in five, four, three, and then it did. And I was like, Yes. The world. Everybody, I got bad news. We've been canceled. Oh, no, Peter, how could they do that? Unfortunately, Lois, there's just no more room on the schedule. We've just got to accept the fact that Fox has to make room for terrific shows. (laughs) Angel, Titus, Undeclared, Action, That 80s Show. I loved Action. (laughs) Fast Lane, Andy Richter Controls the Universe, Skin, (laughs) Girls Club, Breaking Up, The Pits, Firefly, Get Real, Freaky Links, Wanda at large, I don't even Costello, recall so many of these. The Lone Gunman, Ooh, the Minute that X-Files with Stan Hooper, 
Normal, Ohio, Pasadena, Harsh Realm, Keen Whoa. Eddie, The Street, <laughs> oh, Keen and Eddie, Cedric the Entertainer, The Tick, Louie, and Greg the Bunny. Is there no hope? Well, I suppose if all those shows go down the tubes, mm -hmm. we might have a shot. Terrific. I had to play it because there's. I knew there was like 50 of them that we were missing, and like that's just such a fucking funny bit to be on Fox and just roasting them for shows that they. Because Fox is notorious for canceling stuff. Oh yeah. Why do I get Fox News YouTube video recommendations? Is what I want to know. Like I think Hank must have set that up. <laughs> he yeah. Um. All right. So can we talk about Army of the Dead? I'm down. I kind of loved it, kind of hated it. I don't really know what to say about it. Yeah, this is the new Zack Snyder vehicle that's mm. uh, a Netflix original. You might remember Zack Snyder from the Snyder Cut, which was far superior, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, that was like an actually great movie. This was sort of just like Dawn of the Dead 2. Yeah. Kind of. Which he did that, that was his too. first big, like movie the dawn of the dead remake from 2004 that james gunn wrote that's like surprisingly really dope and this movie was nowhere near as good in my opinion but had its moments like here and there i thought that the fact that they obviously we've joked about the fact that they cut chris D'Elia out of this because he got caught with the pedophile stuff or whatever it's a cute they should have i actually think he's funny Mm. They could have put in someone else who was actually funny. Tignataro is not funny. Mm. I don't like her. I would have. <clears throat> they should, in my opinion, they should have cast. I said they should have cast Chris Stefano and Anthony Mackie. Oh, Anthony Mackie, your boy. I like love making fun of him because he has a pinhead, but I do like him, and I think <laughs> this movie would have worked for him. He's and I, I think Stefano would have been a good helicopter pilot instead of Tig. Yeah, unfortunately, Anthony Mackie was busy making. Some sort of uh, like, original uh, <laughs> streaming show that nobody on earth is going to watch. Like Altered Carbon, the show. Yes. Actually, Altered Carbon was a show. Altered Carbon, the movie. Yes. He just popped up on this thing called Solos on Amazon Prime that even I'm not watching. And hey, everybody, tune in for Solos on Amazon Prime. <laughs> I worked really hard on it. I'm back, baby. They had me at one point wearing a helmet, and they had a really hard time finding a helmet that would fit my small head. <laughs> God his ass. <laughs> uh, yeah. Signal Hill is his new project that we're gotcha. all going to tune in for. It's about police brutality from Can't. director Taylor Hackford. Can't wait. But yeah, Army of the Dead, I thought the best part was the opening sequence. Very Zach's, Dawn of the Dead-esque yeah. with the music. That's where Zack Snyder really shines it, with like a slow-mo, like setting the table for a movie opening credit sequence which is why Zack snyder should direct the new suicide squad movie Ooh. what do you think ahead of james gunn i bet they planned that at some point because he was making all those dc movies yes but then things got a little out of control until the snyder cut i need i need film. david ayer and uh zach snyder to collaborate on a suicide squad project Ooh. i think that'd be interesting that sounds like something but yeah, this movie, it was a little overstuffed character and subplot-wise. Yeah. I mean... I didn't need, like, the Ella Parnell story from the girl from Sweet Bitter playing Batista's daughter, and they have yeah. to, like, go back in and rescue her. I just, to me, that's not even... It's a spoiler, but it's not even a spoiler because it's so dumb, that whole storyline. I was like, can we get rid of her? Yeah. And also, they didn't really nail... 
like the movie sounds cooler than it is. Like they play a pack of mercenaries who have to like break into this place in Vegas to steal all this money in the middle of the zombie apocalypse. And it's like, right. oh, that sounds like a fun setting or setup. But the heist and stuff isn't really particularly exciting. It's just kind of like, you know, they're just killing zombies. Well, it's just and the other thought is like the stuff. world is ending and some billionaire offers you a bunch of money to go steal money out of a, out of a vault. Mm. Why on earth would you give him the money? Just keep the money for yourselves and just don't go back to that guy. Yeah. Lot, like, like no what would be your incentive of being like, here's your 80 million. I'll take my $2 million cut, sir. Yeah. I just keep the 80 million. Although does money have any value in a world like that? Exactly. Like where, what are we even going to do with this? Everyone's a zombie. Like what are we going to go buy? Mm. It's, I don't know. It was a very silly. Theo movie. Rossi stinks. I don't think he needs to keep getting work that like tough guy in the beginning with the yeah. shaved sides of the head he's not great he's the same in everything and he always has that high and tight dickhead haircut i thought this did not need to be two and a half hours but Zack snyder can't edit yeah they not, his editing is just like big giant fucking sweeping movies that like could easily this could have been an hour and 20 minutes yeah this is one of those movies like if they trimmed <clears throat> a bunch of shit out of it, it would be like a letter grade better. Yes. But it's so long, like when you get by the time you get to the end, it's just like, okay, what the fuck is the point of this? Like it really outstays its welcome. Like uh We're sounding like we really, hated it, but I didn't really I had fun with it. There was no point where I didn't even think it did a time check. So boom. I guess that's a good sign. But it did I knew at the end I was like, that was too long. Yeah. And De, uh, Batista's character's name is Scott in this. Scotty. That doesn't work. He doesn't look like a Scott. He doesn't That's act true. like a, it. Just didn't work. He looks like he's from Hawaii, and like they should name him like Sledge or something. Like Whoa. it's not. He does look way more like a Sledge than yeah. a Scott. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, I didn't hate it either. It was just way too long. It did have like two or three cool like zombie sequences. Like with that chainsaw stuff, and mm. it had some stuff. It's on Netflix. If you're in the mood for like, you know, zombie violence, it's just it has like a whole rose gallery uh, gallery of characters, and I didn't care about any of them. And I was bored by all their subplots that went nowhere. But that's Army of the Dead, now on Netflix. And nobody's talking about this movie. Like, the world was on fire for the Snyder Cut of Justice League a month ago, and now he has a brand new movie, and everyone's just kind of like, yeah, that's, about it. It's funny how fickle, like, movie fans can be. Like, yeah. that one thing doesn't matter at all. It just They just vanish off the face of the earth. Hmm. Can we talk about The Father for one hot minute? The you love this movie huh i did i didn't expect to this is one of those like classy award-winning this is the movie anthony hopkins just won best actor for he upset chadwick boseman in this uh in this role and after watching it i get why they gave it to him i was like Florida why are you movie. in my flat yeah this is a movie where he plays someone like slowly falling ill to the grips of what does he have what? dementia of yeah. some sort like park i don't know i don't know if they gave a specific but yeah dementia he's like 
losing it, for lack of a better phrase. And this movie's like 50 first dates, but not fun and like scary because I like how they just drop you right into the movie. Like it's him walking around his place and he sees someone and he's like, who are you? What are you doing in my flat? And then you learn that like, that's his daughter or, you know, someone he works with. And then they bring more people in and he keeps doing it and their faces are changing. And then you realize, like... I got confused by that. I got to be honest with you. Because, yeah, they it's, like, super artsy. They're trying to make you feel how he feels. Because, like, their faces keep changing, even though it's the same person. And you're like, wait, what's going on? Who are you? Like, it's like going on a... It's like a theme park ride, but you're in someone's head who's has dementia. I thought it was, like, incredibly well-directed in that way. Like, just the way they're showing, like, getting you in there. Hold on, I'm leafing through my notes here. Yeah, and then, like, you're not sure which one's the real one when they're, like, coming back and forth. And then, without giving it all away, it's... God, this movie was heavy. Yeah, it was too much for me. I tried just popping it on in the morning or something. It was. It's not a morning movie. Yeah. I don't... I, they wanted me to feel something for Anthony Hopkins. They wanted me to be upset about his demise, and I just didn't care. I got to be honest with you. I love him in Silence of the Lambs, and that's it. Really? You didn't think he was like putting in the work in this? He's good, but like I'm just, I didn't. I don't know. It's not. There's a difference between somebody being super talented and somebody being like one of my guys. Yeah. Like I would I just. It's like I'd be an asshole if I said that it wasn't a good performance and that he didn't deserve to win an Oscar and that it wasn't outstanding, but I just, I wasn't there. Yeah. Didn't get me. Just the way they like portrayed it, I feel like I'm doing a bad job of explaining it, but it was just so like cleverly done. They really make you feel like you're the guy going crazy. It's just, I didn't expect it to be like that. And I was just kind of bowled over by the workishness. And there's a scene in this movie that's so sad, it was outrageous. Where he's like, he like snaps out of it and goes on this whole like tirade. I I started like laughing because it was so sad. I was like, am I going to start crying? And then I was just like, wow, this is is fucked up. Did you get a tear in? Probably a, a splash or two. Nothing crazy, but... Just dropping tears to Anthony Hopkins. This movie is like crazy sad to the point where I could see someone watching this and being like, like, why did I put myself through this type Mm. of a movie? Which I could see, but this one was worth it in this regard. It'll definitely like make you sad and stuff, but it's worth it. I was riveted, dare I say. I'm a classy critic now. I give this a riveting. With an exclamation point. <clears throat> I know, like you were saying last week, any movie that gives you like an experience or makes mm. you feel something is really noteworthy. I watched this and was like, whoa, that that like gave me a whole yeah, I like viewpoint. To, I like to this. have some sort of an of, of an experience. Yeah, that's the best word for it. And this movie, I get why you would have, but I was not there. This is one of those movies I loved it. And I will never, ever even think about watching it again, ever. It's funny to explain that to people. Like some people never watch anything over and again, but mm. 
like we typically do. Yeah. I typically, if I like a movie, I'll watch it until I can't watch it anymore. Yeah. Which for some movies that I really like is never. I'll keep going forever. But certain things, it's just like I don't think I need to go on that ride again. I don't think I'll I'll glean anything from that. Mm. But yeah, that is the father, which will probably be popping up on one of the free streamers at some point. They wouldn't put it up for rent for the longest time, which was annoying. I was like, I want to watch it before the Oscars, and they didn't make that. I feel like they would have gotten more rentals had they given that given us the option. Mm. But whatever. Yeah. What else? That's like all I watched. Yeah, I'll sneak this one in quick because you shut it. I did shut it. I kind of did. I know what you're gonna say. Those who wish us dead. This movie made me wish that I was dead more than usual. (laughs) Love it. Yeah, this is on HBO Max for the next <clears throat> couple weeks, and I think in theaters, it's not amazing, but to me, it was a surprisingly strong little thriller. I won't even get what into did, what What uh, did you like about it? Oh, fuck. Fuck. I was afraid of this. The It had some cool action. The plot is kind of absurd. It's kind of two movies smushed together, but it had some fun scenes. I recommended Those Who Wish Us Dead... And we've also been watching Hacks, which is also on HBO Max, a very funny show that doesn't have the best promotional campaign. I recommended mm. some people, and they were like, really? <laughs> like, that show's good? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's very funny. It's from the people behind Broad City, or at least some of them. And like Alana Glazer? Are they writing this? or No, the, the guy who played Trey, Paul W. Downs, and his, sure. his wife, Lucia Anilo or something. Mm. They're like a writer. The fitness guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a writer, director, duo. They did a lot of I didn't know that. They're funny. And they do this show. Uh, yeah, Hacks is actually really good. H- like we've said a hundred times, HBO Max is kind of sneaking its way into our favorite streamer spot. So yeah, and definitely check that show out. I heard an interview with them. <clears throat> this is a show that was conceived, shot, and put out all... In COVID, and you wouldn't even know it watching it because they have which scenes- is nice. Yeah, they don't have a bunch of pain in the ass masks, and I don't like. I don't want to watch anything about COVID, no. so I'm glad that this doesn't feel that way. Agreed. But yeah, check that out. I think they're in the middle of season one. You can watch the first six episodes. It's a hot one. I'm digging it. Oh, forgot about wedding crashers. Ooh. Excuse me, I'm yawning. Also, I noticed right before we started here, look at this cast for this movie called Under the Stadium Lights. Mel Gibson and Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, no, that's not Mel Gibson. That's Milo Gibson. Is it his son? It most certainly is. (laughs) Oh, I couldn't even read that. There's a new Mel Gibson on the scene, folks, and it's Mel's son, Milo. He looks just like Mel, and I'm sure he's going to be one of the great actors. To ever exist. Do you think that he'll mention to Lawrence something about a pack of <laughs> blanks? <laughs> you should have blown me before the jacuzzi. Nothing better than that rant. This will probably be our featured review next week on the program. I can't imagine anything stronger is coming out. I forgot to pull up the timer. I wish we knew what was coming out next week. I like to let the fans know what we're going to be covering, but I just don't have that intel for you right now. I'm sorry, I don't fans. know what we're going to get. Yeah, that doesn't seem like there's anything. Mm. We're still in a very strong montage. Yeah, we can't get through this montage. 
feel like we forgot Wedding Crashers last week. Is that possible? Could be. Monty, fact check that for me. Yeah. Also, give us a points update. I feel like we did pretty good on points beyond the um, transphobia and the yeah. slight like tiptoeing around racism. And then I think I had some rape bits in the Cosby thing. That was all Hank, though, so that's fine. Well, the Cosby stuff oh, okay. was, was Cosby himself, so I guess that's right. not good. Sam, strike it from the record if you could. Thank you much, Lee. Right now, we're just watching some babes fall down on the bed with some big fake boobs, and they're all drinking. And Kid, this is... kid I forgot the word tits in this movie. <clears throat> How sick is this? Kid, let's beat together. <laughs> what are we, in the sports corner? Take those dicks, dicks out. He's back. The Wedding Crashers Sports Corner. This, this is a, a film of substance. This has been going, like, this whole 90 seconds is going to be like this ending of this montage. Just this about, yeah. Absurd. We might get the, like, I barely know you, Vivian. Oh, wow. <laughs> that little Vince cackle. Diora Baird, impossibly stacked. It's Vivian. Those aren't real. Yes, they are. And that's 90 seconds. Ah, oh, my fucking elbow. Don't ever fall down the stairs. Just don't do it. Don't do it, folks. That's that's my PSA for the evening. If you have the option, whether you want to fall down the stairs or not fall down the stairs, I'm going to tell you here, folks, that I do not endorse stair falling. Ooh. Something you don't want to do. I'm going to jump in there with you. And do you know a good way to avoid falling down the stairs? What's up? Getting your balance in check. Getting Ooh. nice and strong in the legs. You know. Learning about, you know, your core strength and being more aware of your surroundings. All stuff that you can learn from developing a good exercise program at AnkFit. www.ankfit.com, Ryan at AnkFit.com, or at Ank underscore fit on Instagram. Folks, why don't you follow us on Instagram at Enough the Podcast, on Twitter at Podcast Enough. I'm available on both loads at Skip Season. Why don't you check out the South Shore Boys and that hot new Bug Main single? Have a go. Have a go, one man. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs>